Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. And if you've got a Bible and it's handy, open it once again to the Psalms, Psalm 32. We're going to read verses 3 and 4 in just a minute. Again, Psalm 32, verses 3 and 4. We've been in a series uh, that I've entitled From Unbelief to Belief. And we've begun to talk about some of the questions that people might have in uh, their journey uh, to faith and even through faith. And we talked yesterday about uh, saints who sin, uh, specifically David and the reality of his sin. And I wanted to, to return to that one more time and um, uh, say something again to, to this issue. What, what about... Again, the believer who is uh, obviously and perpetually and unrepentantly uh, involved in, in sin and, and seems to be happy and uh, doesn't really, you know, have any problems in their life. They just seem like, hey, uh, yeah, I, I, I do this, that, and the other, or I'm not doing this or that or the other. Uh, but yeah, just thank God I'm saved. And uh, as we've freely admitted, for, for years, uh, Christians sin, and it's a tragic reality. Reality is a daily reminder of the necessity of the gospel, the greatness of the gospel. But uh, we can't sin uh, with immunity uh, or impunity. Uh, that is, uh, sin has its consequences. As I've said, uh, while Christians sin. Uh, I do not believe that the Christian who persists uh, in, in, a, in a hardened, rebellious, unrepentant way in their sin uh, can, be, uh, can be joyful, uh, that, that they can be uh, content or happy, that there is a grief of soul that is unlike anything else uh, in our human experience. And so David expresses that here. Uh, again, uh, reflection uh, most likely upon the, the season of his life before uh, Nathan confronted him with his sin. And uh, just as a reminder, David persisted in sin until a brother pointed out to him his sin. Maybe that's a reminder of us that there are those who are indeed trapped in sin that indeed may be brothers. And no Christian has loved them enough to take the risk of being uh, rebuffed and rebuked uh, but yet going to them and confronting them with the truth of their sin. And so uh, uh, David, in reflecting about that time frame, that experience in his life, can say it this way in Psalm 32, and uh, 32, verses 3 and 4. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me, my strength was dried up, as by the heat of summer. What is David saying? That when I sinned, and I continue to sin, and I refuse to repent of my sin, I refuse to confess my sin, I refuse to uh, confess my sins to the faithful God who promises to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When I persisted in that, I was sick of soul. His description, when I was silent, I refused to agree with God, speak to God, confess to God, repent before God, my bones wasted away. I groaned. I was sick of soul. That, that I, I was absolutely weak, powerless, miserable. I, my bones ached in my misery. And I think that's a description 
of those who truly know God, but yet persist in sin. And that's why I say that indeed we can fail and we can fail miserably. But if you're just as content to persist in sin uh, as you are in being repentant and standing before God uh, as an obedient child, then there's a real question as to whether or not you've ever been saved because the Holy Spirit will not allow these things to continue in our life. Uh, we have the, the witness of the Word, the witness of the Spirit, and uh, I believe that, that, that at times God in His wise providence uh, brings uh, more difficult circumstances, even terrible, uh, very trying circumstances in our life to again uh, provoke repentance to remind us of His authority uh, in our life. So uh, if there is a person who says they're a Christian, they're obviously in, in sin, and they confess, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be where I am, uh, I don't need this and I don't need that, uh, while we can't judge their heart, and again, I think people can put on a smiley face and be absolutely brokenhearted and miserable, uh, but the reality is that sin makes the life of the Christian absolutely miserable. And that's a great testimony uh, to the reality of our uh, salvation. And so I would say it this way. Uh, there's really no such thing as a happy, perpetually sinning Christian. Uh, if you're sinning as a Christian, then you're unhappy about it by definition. If you're sinning and you're happy about it, then you need to really think about it. You need to examine yourself to see if indeed you're really a Christian. And of course, in our culture, uh, there are untold millions of people that very glibly uh, confess that they have been converted and tell you all about uh, how they came to know Christ. Uh, but yet, as we spoke the other day, I fear they may be in the group that says, Lord, Lord, uh, one day. And so this, among so many other texts, uh, remind us that God disciplines those that He loves. He brings misery of heart uh, to those who choose to rebel against Him, uh, that the uh, Spirit of God Himself is very heavy on the heart of those who are His and who willfully continue uh, a life of sin. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day. I hope it's an answer to a question and will be useful to you in the days ahead. God bless you.